According to Mike and Tony, is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hey y'all, you're listening to According to Mike and Tony. This is your feeling clam. Episode number 71. Uh, we're not at RimCAD today, though. We are back uh, in the uh, Tony Dollar Music Studios, the TDM Studios, a.k.a. my soon-to-be-finished basement. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgic. Yeah, it's what been a long it? time. It does definitely bring back memories being back down here. And then in, in addition to that, Bruce Leroy. Yeah! Back in the house. Back. Dude, I don't even remember last time you were on an episode. Uh, it was the, oh, it was the one with... Uh, at Roomcast Studios, we had Joe yeah, and the Joes. Had like the giant Jesse. crowd of people. Yeah, we had the Joes, the Jesse, Bruce Lee Ray. It was a politics and guns episode. Dyson, yeah. <laughs> that it was. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, difficult to hear sometimes because people talking over each other. Nice and chill. Today's Memorial Day. Yeah. Just kicking it, having a little barbecue, an excuse to get together and hang out. Brought Shoot some chicken. Shit. I brought some hot links. Yeah, I saw that. My sister saw. I told her what you were bringing. That you yeah. were bringing. Uh, you, that you were bringing chicken thighs. I think you said yep. and hot links. And yep. she was like, "Damn, I need friends like that." <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I kind of switched it up on everybody. I didn't bring grape soda. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't bring chicken. <laughs> right, but I did bring peach cobbler. Aretha Franklin's peach cobbler. Dude, I can't wait. Homemade. To dig nice. into that. It's a giant one too. So it's probably gonna be leftovers. Most likely, because not a lot of people here today. Or there won't be. <laughs> yeah. No, we must say it at all. Bruce Leroy, sorry. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Steph. I would have brought you a piece. My bad. <laughs> is Steph coming by? She come by today, or is she? She's sleep, man. Too many, too many barbecues. Too many oh. weekend barbecues. <laughs> yeah. Too much beer and wine, and yep. Yeah. Did her in. Wedding planning like crazy. That's enough to make you insane alone. And then oh, you get shit. To- we need to change the subject. <laughs> All right. We won't do that to you. We won't go there. Stress this man out. Ooh, I just wanted to be over. Day off. Shit, dude. We could start with that video you just showed us. That was so intense, man. Oh, crap, right? I don't even know how to say it. It's like Haram- Harambe. Harambe was like the gorilla. It was a Cincinnati zoo. Um, little boy, four-year-old boy fell in the enclosure, and gorilla snatched him up. <laughs> Dude. Like snatched him up, dude. You guys saw that. Well, those things are so scary. I was telling Bruce Leroy over here before that I watched a video today of two of them throwing down, two gorillas, just full-grown male gorillas, just throwing down like two men, like just fighting. Yeah. And dude, just the force and the quickness they moved with. It was just like, holy crap. fucking eat vegetables. (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) It it is funny how you always hear that argument, though. You're like, look at gorillas. I could get that ripped. You're like, you're a human, dude. (laughs) You're not a gorilla. They don't even lift weights either. So so by that logic, you could just not lift weights and eat nothing but vegetables, and you're going to be giants. Doesn't make no sense. (laughs) Not if you're a human. But yeah, dude, they're so gigantic, powerful, quick. Yeah. There was that one thing on Facebook that I posted. I said, uh, um, you have 15 minutes to throw down with a gorilla. For one billion dollars, do you do it? How how long did you say? Fifteen minutes. 
Hell no, you'd be dead. Yeah, you should sure get that billion dollars. You'd be dead. Unless you were some kind of gorilla whisperer and you could keep the gorilla calm somehow. But if he's if that thing's in full like we're battling mode, you're not gonna last a minute and a half. What if you like a big ass like because I because the person I tag was uh, Stan, uh. the professional strongman. Yeah, I tagged him, <laughs> and uh, well, it was actually what the the meme was is like you have. Um, you and a buddy have 15 minutes at $1 billion. Can you do it? Oh, I'm in. You get to add somebody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deal. I got Sigourney Weaver from Gorillas in the Mist. <laughs> <laughs> she whispers to gorillas. <laughs> I got Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall. I don't even, I don't, I, I'm still not in. She's the chimps. She's the chimps lady. Oh, no, yeah, I know. She, I, you're right, because that's the whole whisper idea, right? Yeah. She could probably calm him down. No, I'd probably bring Stan with me. Yeah. Strong man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You said a billion or a million? A billion. Oh, shit. That's a That's lot, a lot of, money. of money. Even Bruce Leroy. Even Bruce Leroy. Come on. It's all or, all or nothing because yeah. you either make it out you know, with a billion dollars or you don't make it out. <laughs> you just run around for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Try to outrun it. Yeah. It's not like you can climb a tree. Or, they, don't, they probably don't do they oh, swim if yeah. they had deep enough water. Well, you saw that the video. He was in water. Yeah, it's just like a foot or two, though. Like, yeah. I wonder if you like jumped in and swam to the middle of a pond. You might be all right. <laughs> That's probably not going to be included if they're offering you a billion dollars, though. Or what it is is like it's probably like thirty feet away from your original start, and you have to get there. <laughs> yeah, oh. good luck. <laughs> and you're covered in bananas. Oh man, <laughs> they give the girl a line of coke right before. <laughs> Best of luck to you. Best of luck. Oh, now God. we do it. But man, no, that little kid got, I mean, he was ragdolling that kid. Dude. Because the first version we saw was, some, I don't know if it was somebody else's video or if it was an edited version. Yeah, probably edited. But it was like, it didn't show that part where he like just takes off with the kid just dragging him behind him. Foot. Literally like a ragdoll. Like yeah, he just grabbed him with the foot and just drug him. Somebody and, should ask the question. Got it. Where was his parents at? Mm-hmm. Just yeah, saying. no, it's a damn good point. And you know, the other part was that was a big ass fall. That kid, I mean, it wasn't like a few feet. That was probably was like 20, 30 feet. I was going to say 20, 30 feet. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like. Right. Where were the parents? And you could hear, I think you heard the mom in the video. Didn't she say something? She's I like, it's okay. You, I'm here. I love yeah. you, baby. Yeah, she was screaming. I like the Indian dude, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Who do I call? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> kept saying who do that. I call? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he, he was freaking out. Uh, would you have done anything different? I was watching. I was thinking, man, if that was my kid, I mean, I you almost throw shit at it. Like you try to distract <laughs> it. What do you I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a real weird spot to be in. If that actually happened to you, again, points to the fin- points, you know, to the fact of how did it happen? You know, where, where was the mom? Where were eyes? Yeah. Who knows what's up with that? I'm the crazy one. I probably would have fucking distracted and jumped down. I dude, I was gonna say that's what I was think. That's yep. what the thought that was going through my head. It was like, what if I went down there and then just went and just tried to brawl with it and just say hey man i'm just probably gonna die but at least my that gives them a chance somebody could get in there and grab my kid yeah. and get him out of there you got to work your way down though because if you jump 30 you're feet you're just already crippled and then you hit there and you're yeah. crippled you're you ooh, that's yeah. trouble yeah right then he comes and beats the shit out of you with your kid <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's terrible that was a terrible lot yeah <laughs> that got really dark <laughs> i'm good at doing that every once in a while just throw a little darkness in there yeah, I don't know. And yeah. and then they ended up killing the gorilla. Yeah. Ended up shooting him. Yeah, they said that uh the the zoo director said that tranquilizing it was not an option because number one, it would have taken the trank a little bit to get through to the gorilla. By that time he would have just been so agitated and and, and mad there's no telling what the gorilla would have done. 
Right. You know what I mean? Granted, totally. he wasn't like ripping the kid apart or anything like that at the time, you know, or you know what I'm saying? Like he's just dragging him around. But like when he was like, you saw in the video, like he stood the kid up and was like just checking out the kid for a second. And it seems like, it seems like anytime that somebody was like screamed or something like that, that's when he grabbed it and he started running away. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, they shot it. They had to kill it. They shot it. And it was like, it was on top of the kid and they shot it. The, the I was reading on the news. That's crazy. It makes me wonder how, how many animal rights activists are just totally in an uproar. Yeah, well, there's like a petition out there right now to have the parents charged for the that I could death. see. That That's I fair. See. Mm-hmm. I think it is fair. Yeah. Like some negligence or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I think as the as the zoo, you have no choice. I mean, in that situation, it's always team human, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, like I get it. I get that you don't want to just kill the grill, and I understand it wasn't the grill's fault, but at the same time, there's a human life at stake so yeah that's always the case with these wild animals in zoos the people who train these animals and then there's so many people out there too that like have giant cats as pets or they spend all their time with them like it's my best friend and you know like it's like a 15 dollar permit to have an exotic animal right you know that right 15 dollars that's it like we went to that um we went to that wild animal sanctuary up in kingsburg Mm. um where they have like the tigers and the ligers and all that stuff and they're like rescues and they were saying that nowadays, like, since that's, like, so up there, like, you can literally find probably, like, a tiger in the black market for, like, 500 bucks. Oh, man. That's freaky. Right? <laughs> what? You can buy a tiger for 500 bucks, $15 for the permit. I believe that. ESPN had an article about things that athletes waste their money on. One, one of them was lions and tigers, like exotic animals. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike Tyson used to have a tiger, remember He used that? to yeah. spar with a tiger. Yeah, what? Yeah. He's crazy. He yeah. called it sparring. That that tiger was just goofing around. That yeah. tiger was going full force. Yeah. Well, that's what um, one of the tigers up in Kingsburg actually is uh, a white tiger. One of Mike Tyson's old tigers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, what happened was um, it's declawed mm. in the front, and I think it's canines are taken out. So it just has the other sharp teeth. Yeah, but I guess bad. like Mike Tyson wanted to spar by himself. I Apparently, you, I think you told me and this. like was sparring with the tiger, and the tiger just grabbed him, and like was held onto his head, fully capable of crushing. But like you know, someone finally came to Mike Tyson's estate or whatever, and saw oh, the tiger. Was, there was no one even at his house. No, he was just by himself. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, he's Mike Tyson probably doing all cocaine and probably thought he could take on the world. <laughs> you know, and like that tiger, but. Yeah, they finally got over there, and that's how the tiger ended up at the the sanctuary. People really don't understand wildlife, man. They don't they don't seem to get it. There was the the chick, remember? I think we talked about it on the podcast before the one that had like a pet uh, chimpanzee. Oh yeah, it was like having sex with it and stuff, and giving it drugs and like having it drink. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah basically ripped her face off. Yep. All those drugs. Well, there was like what I remember too. Like even like little ones, like Spider Monkey. I remember there was like oh, a, yeah. a Miss Universe. Like back in the day, like I think it was like Miss Venezuela or something like that. Like ruined her modeling career because this Spider Monkey went like fucking ape shit on her. Like Spider Monkey shit on right? her. <laughs> no phone intended, but like went all like crazy on her. Like and fucked her leg up, dude. Like scarred it up, you know. And like such so now she can't like model and stuff like that yeah it's easy for us to forget because we are the most dominant species on the planet it's easy to forget that we are the most dominant species on the planet no thanks to our physical bodies it's our brains that have done it (laughs) and you realize it when something like that when a little spider monkey could just whip the shit out of you and kill you if it wanted to probably you need those moments though 
Like yeah. normal normal people need those dumbasses to clarify the gene pool <laughs> and they remind everybody that it's not gonna work out. Like the there's a lady on Safari, you know, it says yeah. big sign, do not roll the windows oh, down. Yeah. Do not stick right. your hands out. Right. So you know what she does? Snatched up. She's part of the selfie gang. She's like, Let me roll this window down and get a selfie with the tiger. Tiger snatched her ass out the car. Or was it a lion? Was it a lion? lion? Yeah. It was a lion. Yeah, because it was in Africa. Okay. <laughs> Come on, dude. But yeah, no, you're totally right, man. Those are sobering moments for the rest of us. And you're like, oh, man, I get it. <laughs> that, all I need to see is that video, and I get it. I'm done. And it's also like for people that also in the future now go on to those things. You know, some guy in like, fucking Africa on a safari, he's probably like, <laughs> now remember, do not open the windows because if you do, a lion will snatch you up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good accent there, Mike. <laughs> That's uh, my buddy Bruce Leroy. He's been coaching me through that one. Oh man, we we love African accents. Those are good. <laughs> I've never been to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I seen coming to America though. That's yeah. a good movie. Oh man, yeah, people don't get it. I've seen so many of those crazy videos. You see that the, there was the one with the dude who was like a tiger trainer too, and was like he's like my best friend, and then one day the tiger just decided eh, I had enough of you yeah done it's just <laughs> like and that was the craziest part about it was realizing how quickly you can become prey in fact I think we talked about this one on the podcast too. yeah because he just the way he grabbed him he just grabbed him by the back of the neck and was just running with him just dra- the human his the guy is just like his body was like limp and he just drags him off and just starts well you know. that's what they do that's their natural instinct is the neck they sever spine yeah. So you go. The animal goes paralyzed. That way, they can just transfer them without any Dude, movement. To see a human like that, though, you're like, it's just a reminder. Like you said, it's one of those moments where you're like, dang, like we think we're all badass. <laughs> we really are not. You take away weapons, protection, walls, right? You ain't got nothing against a tiger, dude. <laughs> you nothing got no claws. A, yeah, nothing against a spider monkey. Nothing. You got no claws. You got yeah. no teeth. <laughs> you don't yeah. got no muscles. Like. Yeah, do even I even think about like those crazy ass rabid squirrels every once in a while you hear about. I was freaking out. I was uh, jogging over uh, by Anschutz Health Center over there, and I went running by this telephone pole, like literally like less than a foot. And I looked to my right, and there was like a squirrel like right by my face as I ran by. I'm like, man, what if it was one of those crazy ones? <laughs> could have <laughs> jumped, on my... <laughs> jumped on my face. <laughs> been over. <laughs> Man, that's terrible. Yeah. No, it's just... Well, remember, that's what we had, like, a, a fun fact. And the Bruce Lee was on that, that one time. That one uh, girl in Africa... No, the one... The husband. <laughs> the husband in Africa. He couldn't find... He didn't know where his wife was. And his wife was just going to get some water out of the river, remember? Oh, yeah. I and saw this. he got he, snatched this up by dude, the alligator. Yeah, and he took revenge, right? He yeah. was, like, after it, trying to kill the alligator. <laughs> That's what Bruce Leroy said. He said that uh, we take advantage of that too. Like we have clean water, we just go to a faucet and turn on some water. Yeah, no alligator coming out of my sink, right? That shit, right. I mean, that's that. That's when shit gets real. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, yeah, I'm give me some ice water. You just go downstairs, <laughs> boxers on, whatever. You flip, get your ice water. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna get me a drink. You walk your ass down to the river and get eaten by an alligator. Uh, you're thirsty, so, right? Cause Cause just because you were thirsty. Like, oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to forget we talked about that. We always talk about, you know, how privileged we are, where we live and everything and what percentage, you know, I think we're in the top 1% if you make over, what, 30 Gs or something like that a year. Yeah. You just, you forget it. You just think, <laughs> oh man, I got all these problems. I'm trying to do this thing and I can't get this job or whatever your stupid yeah. ass fucking problem is. <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, she went to get water and got eight. You don't <laughs> got alligator problems. You don't got <laughs> alligator problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Man, you want to talk about like a, a 1%. I was telling Mike this shit. 
So yesterday, I went and moved some furniture for my parents and was filling up a pond. And I was moving these two chairs, and I was driving the old slut 69 pickup, raggedy pickup. Oh, so yeah. Taking this stuff in the house. Say, so take one chair in, and I come out, and the police are there. Oh, no. And a cop walks up, and he's like, yeah, uh, what are you, what's going on? I'm like, nothing, moving furniture, watering a pond. He goes, oh, so what are you up to? I'm like, moving what? furniture, watering a pond. Do you live here? I'm like, yeah, sometimes. And he's like, well, who lives here? I was like, my parents? Are they here? Nah, they're not here. Where are they? They're in Arizona playing golf. Oh, well, what's their name? So he's like quizzing me, asks me for my ID, stops, and then he just kind of keeps going and keeps kind of drilling me a little bit. And I'm thinking to myself, I know you think I'm stealing. But first of all, if I was stealing, why am I taking the furniture in the house? You don't, you don't steal by taking shit into a house. Dumb. What the hell? I was man? a black dude in a raggedy pickup. So he kept going, and finally mm. I just stopped, and I was like, man, I know you think I'm stealing. I was like, the real problem <laughs> is the only person that can't afford to live out here is you. And he just looked at you me kind of crazy. That? Yep, and I was oh. like, oh, I'm about to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, God. Oh. Damn, that's a ballsy move, but right I on. I just got tired of it, and then, you yeah. know, I finally just left. But I'm like, damn, like, you, you got to be stupid. Like, you've you never seen anybody robbing a house by what taking the? the furniture in the crib. That's the w- dumbest makes me wonder, did a neighbor call? But the neighbors probably know your parents. The neighbors were out, so they I had been there for like 30 Bruce minutes. Bruce Leroy, too, because you used to live there for a little bit. So what's up with this this cop doing this? Dude, I don't know. Neighbors are standing out. No one's freaking out. You're all casual. You're nice and calm. You're literally putting furniture inside the house. Yep. Wow, almost wish Tyson was here today. <laughs> <laughs> that would get him going. Yeah, that would definitely get him going. Yeah. It'd be the rest of the podcast, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's kind of intense. And it's a, uh, is it a primarily white neighborhood or is it mixed? Oh, yeah. or? Oh, there's okay. a, my mom and dad, and then there's like one other black family who's my, a good friend of mine from college, his fiance's family. Gotcha. You yeah. can name like the one other family that's in the, the neighborhood. That's the only other black family <laughs> yeah. that I know yeah. that's over there. And they're like three or four blocks, you know, south. Yeah. I remember first rolling up to Bruce Leroy's parents. Like I felt like it was like cribs. It was like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they do, your dun. parents do all right. Dun, 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 dun. Like I was like, wow, look at this. Just an east wing. <laughs> west wing. <laughs> Man, when I go over there, I feel like they help. <laughs> well you're literally well, because, moving yeah, furniture you are the help, help. Yeah. <laughs> you literally are the help <laughs> that's what happens when you're the only child that's basically true <laughs> yeah I bet it is it's really intense so it makes you, a lot so much of the time too it's the f- specific person it's like that person's got some personality some kind of flaws going on where he's like got nothing better that or he's got nothing to do maybe that's what I mean. Like you pay, you getting tax dollars to go protect and serve, and you're harassing me in the middle of a neighborhood where there's probably next to zero crime. Right. I mean, a dog shitting in somebody's lawn, not getting picked up, might classify as crime. Which is that's why I'm wondering so much about this dude because it's either he's got some kind of weird, you know, racism thing or something like that going on, or he's just dumb as hell and like you didn't pick up on any of the obvious signs. Like this is nothing to be alarmed about. And if that's the case, then I'm really concerned. And it's like, how's this dude become a cop? He's concerned about this situation right now. This dude casually carrying furniture into his parents' house. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's, it's cool. Whatever. It's not, you know, it's just par for the course. Shit so like ballsy that. what you said, though. <laughs> man, he just kept going and going and going. And it's just like, man, I know at this point now why you're really doing this. This yeah. isn't a, you're not really curious to see if somebody's, 
you know, robbing a house. Like, right. you're being a dick. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of people out, too. I was like, so if you shoot me with all these people out right here, you better kill me. I'm going to own Aurora Police. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude, I would have been scared to say something like that. And I'm white. <laughs> I was after I said it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. What did I just do? Whoops. <laughs> you ever had any weird interactions with police, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Remember I told you the time they, I was miss. I was uh, mis-ID'd as a drive-by oh, shooter. Th- Damn. No, I don't remember that yeah. one. Yeah, so no. Um, it all started one, one, uh, one night. My buddy, um, well, three of our friends, we went to Dave & Buster's up in Westminster. We lived in Aurora. It's my early 20s. And um, we drank a lot. I had a good time, and I was too drunk. I had my Camaro at the time. Okay? And when I had my Camaro Damn, at the time. Damn, was that Thunder? I think so, yeah. Uh, I think the mics picked that one up. Yeah. Holy Ooh. shit, we get real storms in Colorado for <laughs> yeah. those of you listening in other places. Sorry. In the basement, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, right, we're in the basement. <laughs> but so. no, I was saying that, um, so like my buddy, uh, my three, two of my friends and me were up in um, Westminster at the Dave & Buster's, having a good old time, getting wasted, and too much to drink. I had my Camaro at the time, and I couldn't drive. And so my buddy, he didn't drink. You know, at all. And so he was like, all right, I'm going to drive. I was like, cool, man, cool. I was like, all right. So I was like, be real easy on the Camaro, dude. No racing, okay? Because my AC compressor is about to go out. <laughs> I was like, I ordered the part. It just needs to get here. And then once it get in, I'll be able to replace it. I'll be good to go. I was like, but no racing, dude, because I don't want you to pop that, to bust it out. He's like, all right, okay, man, cool. And so I'm sitting in the passenger seat. We're leaving Dave and Buster's. We're right there off of what? I think it's like 104th. And we're going to get on the 36. So I can, at the time, this is the time like Fast and Furious just came out. This little fucking eclipse pulls up next to the Camaro. And it's all, man, man, man. And I was like, oh, my God. Dude. No, my buddy's no. like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, I was like, take it easy, man. Take it easy. <clears throat> well, light turns green. He steps on it, takes off, of course, smash the little eclipse. Um, then we turn on to the 36, and when he turns on the 36, you just hear this boom. And I was like, oh. I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, what was that? And he's like, oh, what was that, man? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I think my serpentine belt just hit the top of the hood. Oh. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, we're about to lose power steering. We're about to overheat. I was like, I hope we make it home from Westminster to Aurora. Sure enough, the Paris, every, you know, cause the serpentine belt so controls everything. You know, your Paris steering, your um, everything, dude. Your um, AC compressor, your um, uh, your coolant, everything, dude. Right, and so lights are starting to dim, <laughs> like it's oh starting to overheat. God. We make it. We make it to his house, just by the grace of God. We <laughs> made it to his house. He felt so bad. He's like, "All right, man, I'll let you. I'll let you borrow my." He's like, "I'll let you take the Integra." You know, until a part gets in. And he's like, you know, I feel real bad, man. And so I was like, all right. So I left it at his house. Um, <clears throat> left my Camaro at his house. Took his Integra. And it was like a, a 99 Integra. It was all Asianed out, right? <laughs> White rims. is green. <laughs> you know, he and he, you know, he had, his other car was like a, a 2000 uh, Civic SI that he souped up turbo and all that stuff too. So he was a big old import fan. Well, <clears throat> The last day that I have his vehicle, the very fucking last day I have his car, I call a tow truck, have it towed to, I'm going to have it towed to my place, right? I was going to grab the AC compressor, 
do everything at my house. It's going to be the tow truck over there. So the tow truck goes, takes off, driving through this neighborhood. And going through this neighborhood, <clears throat> at, the, at a four-way stop, I go through a four-way stop. There's a police officer. Gets right behind me. I was like, oh, shit. Just make sure make sure I'm legit. Make sure everything's all cool, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, get to another four-way stop. Another police officer is at that four-way stop and waves me by. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I go by, and he gets behind that car. I was like, wow, two oh, police no. cars. I was like, okay, just better keep my shit clean. Just make sure, you know, I'm driving right and I'm speeding or anything like that. Stopping. And uh, going through Mexico and Buckley over there. And uh, another police car comes out of the Safeway parking lot and gets behind those the other two cars. I was like, oh, damn, that is three police cars. I was like, something just went down. <laughs> you know, what thinking, down. You didn't even know thinking, yeah, I was like, damn, something just almost went down. All these police cars in this area. And then I see another car going uh south on buckley and it turned right onto mexico and i was like damn that is four police cars like something went down i was like this is crazy so the light turns green i go and they turn on their lights and i was like oh damn they just might want to get by so i get over to the right lane and they're still behind me i was like what the hell and so the other police car is up with his lights on too ahead of me and I was like, oh, so I'm just going to turn into this neighborhood. All of a sudden, I turn in this neighborhood to the police cars. Go zoom, zoom, right past me and go, and they cut me off. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just like looking like, like, what are they? Are they cut? Is that for me? And I look at <laughs> my rear view and there's two other, the other two police cars are behind me and the guys are with their uh, guns drawn out. Oh, shit. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And it was literally like, just like. I was like, driver, like, uh, uh, please turn off the vehicle and put the keys on top of the vehicle. And I was like, oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And I was like, it's not stolen. It's not stolen. <laughs> I was like, this is my buddy's car. I swear to God. So I take it out, put it on top, you know, and it's like, you know, you know, exit the vehicle with your hands, you know, please put your hand Holy out. Holy shit. Open the door from the outside. I was like, okay. Open it from the outside. And you're like, with both hands, lead out. So I was like, okay, let out, both hands, hands in the air. And it's like, walk oh back 10 my. paces. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on, dude? And there's a fucking school bus that's letting off children. And there's, like, police officers like, get back into the bus. Get back into the bus. And, like, there's parents, like, because I was in a neighborhood. And, like, the police officers like, get in the houses. Get in the houses. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, and so I leave. Dude, if that happened this year, you'd be scared shitless. Yeah. You're about to get shot. No, this is my early 20s, as I said. But get back. He's like, get on your knees, hands behind your head. And like, we're going to walk up slowly. We're going to, you know, take you and handcuff you. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, you know, he gets me and everything like that and puts me on the curb. And and they're like sitting there, like patting me down, all that stuff. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, that's my buddy's car. I was like, you know, it's like I'm. You know, it's not it's not stolen. I was like, it's legit. He let me borrow it. I was like, I can give you his phone number. You can call him up and everything like that. And they're like, shut up. Just shut up. And I was like, oh, my Damn. God. Dude. I was like, okay, well, I'm just trying to explain myself, dude. And so I'm sitting in this curve for a little bit. He's like, we're going to check your vehicle. Do we have permission to check the vehicle? I was like, I was like um, okay. And I was like, sitting there, my buddy's a stoner. Your friend doesn't, I was just going to say, tell me your friend's not a stoner. My brother's a stoner, oh. and he's... He's a little bit crazy. And so I was like, oh, my God, I hope there's not a gun or some fucking weed in there. Because this is way before weed was even legal. I was like, there better not be a gun in there or fucking weed or something in there. I'm going to be so pissed, dude. And so they check it. There's nothing, right? Okay. So I'm like, fuck. All right, cool. He's like, like, okay. He's like, like, what's your name? Asked me all these questions. I was like, okay, cool. 
answer all his questions. He's like, what gang are you affiliated with? I was like, I'm not affiliated with the gang, dude. And he's like, they took my hat off and everything at the time. That's when I had my Asian haircut. When I had the the long bangs in front, the long, <laughs> blonde, the long right. blonde bangs, right? And he was like, "You're not with the gang, huh?" And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "He's like, he's like, what tattoos do you have?" He's like, "We're with the gang unit, this and that." I was like, "I, don't know. I was like, you know, I have my tattoos on my." At the time, I only had my my cat on my arm, and they lifted up, and it has a fucking Asian sign right there. Right? Oh. He's like, "What's that mean?" What's that mean? I was like, it "Means it means means devil." He's devil. He's blue devil. It's like it's like an anime thing. And so I was like, he's like, okay. he's like, he's like, right, well, you sure you're not with any gangs? I was like, yeah. I was like, he's like, yeah, dude. I'm sure I'm with no gangs. And so he gave me this. He's like, this is what happened. He goes, At the same point in time where we were by your house. He's like, when you were exiting the neighborhood, he's like, uh, there was a drive-by shooting that happened. And I was like, okay. He goes, the vehicle was a green Acura Integra. Hmm. I was like, oh, God. He's like, the driver was wearing a red shirt with a black leather jacket. I was like, oh, God. And I literally um, had a black leather jacket and a red shirt damn. on. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, no, there's no gun or anything like that. I was like, no, the gun was at the scene. I was like, no. I was like, uh, no, dude. No. No, 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 no. I did not do that. I was like, no, I, I swear to God. I was like, I literally just went to my house. I called the, t- I was like, okay, I'll tell you the tow truck driver. I was like, I got my Camaro. I'm going to, you know, he's dropping it off my house. I'm on my way into my house. And he was all, it's like, nope, we have an eyewitness that'll come here and identify you if you're the shooter or not. At like, that point, you're pissing yourself that this is a crazy dude, person like, or something. This is fucking ridiculous. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Mm. And so <laughs> a police car comes and it parks about like 30 feet away from me. And he's like, all right. He goes, the, uh, he goes, the person that the witness is in that vehicle right there. He's like, I need to stand up. So they stand me up in the middle of the street, right? And well, they got to like, be far right. away, I guess, to protect them. Yeah, and he's like, stands up and like in the middle of the street. <laughs> like I said, it's like 30 feet away. And I'm like, um, are, are they coming closer? Are they <laughs> right. Like, are they coming closer? Um, he's like, he's like, no. He's like, they'll identify you from back there. I'm like, I was like, this I was getting pissed at that point in time. I was like, that's some bullshit. You need to bring that person closer. I was like, I'll close my eyes, whatever. I was like, I don't care, <laughs> dude. I was like, you need to bring this person fucking closer. And so the, all of a sudden, like you see, I can see the officer in the other vehicle and he like does the thumbs down. <sighs> and I was like, Oh my God. <sighs> I was like, Oh my God. And he was like, I hope you understand. He goes, you know, that, you know, what, you know, the precautions we had to take with this. And he's like, we apologize for the inconvenience that may have brought you. But he's like, I fully hope you understand why we had to do this. What are the odds? How have you never told this on the podcast before? I I did one time. Maybe. I don't think so, though. Wow. Wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, dude. Right. What are the odds? The exact same car. You're wearing the exact same clothes. (laughs) Had an Asian have an Asian t- <laughs> and an Asian tattoo and something in Asian. It means devil. <laughs> oh God! You should have lied and been like, "It means happiness." <laughs> it means happy. Yeah, it means peace. Yeah, dude, it was. Yeah, so I did. That's insane. Kind of, How old were you? High school, you said. Probably like twenty-one. Oh, okay. Just yeah, twenty-one, twenty-two. <clears throat> wow, that's wrong time, wrong place for sure. Yeah. We, it was not nearly as bad, but one time we got pulled over to, I was driving, it was uh, in high school. I must've been, I don't know, 15, no, 16. Cause I had a license and I was, uh, we were driving my friend's car, but or his mom's car, he was in the passenger seat, but he was like, 
notoriously anti-cop like he he mm. just couldn't stand it if he ever got pulled over <laughs> so we got pulled over and we found out later the reason we got pulled over is because my bike was in the trunk and it was sticking out the back and i guess the handle was covering part of the license plate so, but we pulled over we pull over first of all same kind of situation for some reason they already had two cars there the first thing my friend does is opens his car door and what? gets out of the car i'm like what do you do oh no he shot dude <laughs> dude there was like five more cars came we had to get out they thoroughly searched the yeah. entire vehicle and it's like oh my god no that's way scarier though because you wonder how often that actually does happen i mean i'm sure with enough people and enough time i'm sure that people have been wrongly convicted like that just out of the blue just going yeah. home from work or something Meet the, That's a, like I said, it literally the got off work, perfectly. went to his house, <laughs> got the tow truck, and I was driving Ugh. to meet the tow truck at my house. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Bruce Leroy? Other, other, than, than, the other, than, other than that recent one, you ever had one? They always fuck with me in my cars all the time. Uh, uh, I got pulled over in my Range Rover. Like, you know, whose car is this? What are you doing? I got pulled over in the BMW coming from Rimcat, and that was like uh, right around Christmas. I was coming from the Tamale Kitchen. And the cop followed me all the way down Federal, and then he followed me back on the Colfax, and then he followed me on the Sheridan, follows me on the I-25, and then pulls me over on I-25. So I, I wait and just kind of get off on the exit, because I'm not going to pull over on the middle of the fucking highway. Right. So I just pull over. Whose car is this? You know, uh, you're speeding. What? I was like, dude, I wasn't speeding. You've been following me for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I give him all my stuff. I didn't have plates on it, you know, and he's like, well, I can't see your stickers. Just dumb shit like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just keep my cool because, you know, they if you act stupid, then they're going to give you some business. You know what I mean? Then you'll give them a reason to just be assholes. Yeah. But most of the time, it's always them that come out with the dumb shit first. Yeah. You know. But. Yeah. I guess I'm like, I, I told you, though. I mean, I did get pulled over a lot of my bike for some reason in high school. <laughs> and that actually, that kind of happened to me one time, but it was much briefer. I was riding my bike and I got pulled over by a cop and... Then uh, he just held me there for a little bit, but he said somebody had just robbed a liquor store. You got pulled over on a bicycle? I've been pulled over multiple times <laughs> on my bike, dude. I, got, I must have got pulled over five times before high school was up. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, just, and it, I'd always get off. I mean, nothing, I was never breaking the law or nothing, so it was all good. But uh, yeah, I remember that time he was like, Yeah, you fit the description of a dude who just robbed a liquor store. I'm like, Damn, what kind of dude robbing a liquor store on a bike? That's <laughs> some crap. <laughs> I've just been pedaling down the street here yeah. and hiding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Debo. I can see Tony with his like wife beater on, Debo says, <laughs> riding his bike down in California. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bike. Yeah, that's yeah. not you know, that, that kind of weird shit happens, but yeah. Then there are good policemen, you know. I mean, I've definitely had some decent yeah. interactions. I actually just did a um, a paper on that um, about the trust in the police, and you know what's really crazy is that since 1985. They're showing a, there's only like about a, um, always been like a different, like a 11 point difference between African Americans, my, minorities, um, you know, Hispanics and stuff like that, and whites on their trust in the police and the, in mm. the justice system throughout since 1985. So it's not, it's not any different now, you know, with this whole Eric Garner, Freddie Gray, uh, Michael Brown stuff, you know, like you saying trust in the police by minorities in, hasn't changed. No, okay, just in, well, this the the difference in points. What does that mean? Like the polls, there's Gallup polls that were done, and mm -hmm. the you know saying that you know seventy, you know seventy two percent of um, you know minorities don't trust the police, and where it was like uh, like sixty something percent. Oh, gotcha. Don't oh, okay. whites don't trust the police either, and so, but it's 
what it's astonishing was like one of the um like in New York, one of the statistics was um twenty nine percent of the population um is African American, like in New York, let's just say. Um and of that twenty nine percent, the they're fifty five percent of the police brutality complaints. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, uh, yeah. some of that, though, it be having a slant to it. And people don't always tell the truth from the cop side because sometimes people put themselves in a position to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's okay for the, for the police to kill people. But in most of them cases, you know, when they killed the dude down in Memphis, you know, he, he was being defiant and shit. I mean, they still shouldn't have shot him. It was a wrongful death. But you right. already know when they already are looking for something to go south. Don't give them a reason to shoot you. Yeah, you're dead on, man. Like, what you are, are you doing? You're seeing more videos like that now, where because you've seen the old ones, like the videos that I remember coming out a couple of years ago. It seemed like where it was situations like that, where the you know the, they'd be going, "Hey, why are you doing?" This? Somebody's got a camera. And they're going, "Why are you doing this, officer? Why are you abusing this guy?" And there's always just some agitator yeah. standing in the background, yep. just going, "Why are you doing the way?" But now you're seeing it in cases where the you see the whole thing. Like I saw a whole video where the police officer comes up and he's like, "Hey, listen, we're going to need you to you know put your stuff down and they just don't cooperate nope. and right yeah. from the beginning like to me that's just something i don't know, maybe it's something white i think this but i'm like if a police officer comes up to you and says hey stop what you're doing put down your shit dude that's the officer of the law you just do what they say and kind of like you did mike like nowadays i feel like there's so many dudes out there that would be fighting it from the beginning yeah. not realizing oh this is a weird coincidence a bad situation i'm in but so many times that's what you're seeing where it's like they're from the very beginning they're just giving the officer shit yeah. like why are you doing this officer and then there's four people out there with cell phones we're watching you right now sir we're watching you. why are you harassing him he's like not yeah. harassing him he said put your shit down i need to talk to you yeah i'm a co- i'm a police officer i work for the law so well, it's yeah. like what uh, it was an original kings of comedy deal he was talking about that and he was like you know he's like my wallet fell out my pocket he was like i kicked that motherfucker back home all the way home <laughs> like, i didn't go to reach down and pick it up nothing i kicked that shit home <laughs> yeah you have to be cognizant of what you're doing you know the mm-hmm. kid that they shot in chicago he was in the park shooting birds with a pellet gun right and the police the police just rolled up and in that case he just got out and he, I don't know if he said anything to him, but I mean, you got to think you, you see the cop car coming and you, you brandishing a weapon. And if, I mean, that's not, that's not a square gun. It's a pellet gun. It looks like a real handgun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, and the other thing is being on the other side, being, a, if you are a cop, like you can't mess around with that. No, you can't, it sure. might not be a real gun or it might be, Oh, we don't really know. Like you got to always err on the side of caution and inside the side of caution is going to be, if somebody's got a gun they're waving it around, you might just have to take them down. I mean, yeah. Uh, so it's that the paper that I did, I was I did some pretty good research on it, and it was saying that you know before 1985, um, think about technology advances. Um, before you know, um, officers used to patrol their beat by foot. You know, they'd walk around, you know, in big cities or something like that by foot. You know, they would make, you know, they would be interactive with the community and talking to people. You know, officers knew, like, you know, you watch fucking, you know, Andy Griffin and shit like that. You know, they're walking around and talking and, you know, and but with the introduction of the, you know, the radio fucking computers in their cars and shit like that. And some, some cities have bulletproof fucking police vehicles, you know, so... Hmm convenience efficiency you know you can get into you you know you could be patrolling in your police car and be called to shooting and you can get there right away whereas when you're you know a beat officer walking around you know someone calls you 
you know, on the radio or something like that. You had to fucking run to your police vehicle real quick and right. do it like that. But they were just saying with technology that it's kind of dumbed down community relations with the police and the community where they're not really interacting together anymore. So there's not that whole sense of trust or a sense of like, hey, I seen you yesterday walking down the street, you know, stuff like yeah. that, like human being, like, you know, connecting them with a human being. Yeah, so true. It's kind of what's happening in all all parts of society. I've yeah. seen it with law enforcement and stuff like that too. I, I there was a show NPR did recently where they went out and they were interviewing these officers. What's that strip? There's like a strip in L.A. somewhere. It's like this. Uh, what's it called? Something row. Is it called Skid Row? It might be called Skid Row, but it's basically where there's like there's like ten or fifteen thousand homeless people in this like one square city block, and so but the officers there they do everything on foot, and so they went around with them while they were talking, and they like know all the people, and so people kind of let them know, hey, this dude's doing some shady shit, or they build a relationship with them, and then they sort of part of that that goes with that is because it's Skid Row, it's a bunch of homeless people, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shady shit going on, so they let a lot of the small stuff go, and I think that's part of that too is when you have that relationship where it's sort of like uh i could pop this guy for you know he's smoking weed over here or this other guy's over here swinging a gun around with a bottle of vodka in his hand you know it's gonna be a higher priority kind of thing but they have that relationship with people so there's places where it's probably still happening but maybe there it's just so extreme you know you can't really yeah drive a cop car around that it's a city block with fifteen thousand people yeah. that shit is it's it's a lost art in general to be personable because yeah, if right? you think about it i mean everything now is like like Here's a perfect example. Say it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Facebook tells you, it's yeah. Tony Dollar's birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, happy birthday, Tony. Right? <laughs> yeah. And people think that constitutes as happy birthday. Yeah. So for your acquaintances, it might. But at the very least, you could still call somebody and say, right. hey, man, I just wanted to call you and say happy birthday. Like Tyson, I know you don't answer the phone if you're listening. No, you had a kid. <laughs> I did try to call you. Wish you congratulations in person. <laughs> just get that out there. But, you know, it is true. Like, so we, there are times now when I'm at home, I will, I will turn my phone off. We'll keep one phone yeah. on just for emergency. Mm-hmm. But when we walk the dogs. I put the phones in the backpack. Yep. I'm not trying to be on the phone. You know, just be able to have, have a, a talk with somebody and you think a lot of people especially younger people I you know, know. And like we're not really that old i would say young let's say 18 through yeah 25. my nieces my yeah. nieces are perfect examples they're so attached to iphone ipad yep. some kind of communication device that their ability to communicate with another person and display body language and eye contact you know and just have those sort of social graces especially you could use it as like even interview skills right totally zero yeah, it's such a good point, man. Like, idea of holding a door, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, gone. Yeah, was that you that had that post? I think I saw you put a post about that, saying something, about, or you shared it or something. Oh, it was cool, yeah. It was just like, you know, I if, yes, if I say yes, ma'am, or yes, sir to you, I'm not trying to say that you're old. It's just a sign of respect. That's kind of that PC thing we're always talking about. Like, it's so ridiculous if you call somebody sir or ma'am that it would ever be an insult. Because I'm the same as you, man. I'm a little older than you. When I was growing up, that was totally respectful. It was how you did it. Yeah, if you didn't, you'd get talked to. Right. You know, but it's, it is different. Like That's a good point, man, about being sociable and having those skills. Because it really is something that you have to develop, and you only can develop by actually doing it. But people, like my nieces, I can't tell you the last time I saw them, and they didn't have headphones in. They've always got their earbuds in. You, I'll be talking to them. Hey, did you see, you know, how'd school go? Did you see the thing? And you're talking every minute, and you realize, okay, they don't even hear me. You know, you have to wave them down, like pull it, pull your earbud out for a second. And- we have one student who is really cool. And his name is, can I say his name, Mike? No. Don't say his his name, name is, you know, F F C something, <laughs> something student. And this kid, 
is the most polite dude ever. He works for the school and in a student work study position and he helps with tech stuff and he always comes in he's like hey you guys need anything you know it's been a pleasure to help you guys let me know if you need always anytime you see him so personable Mm. so personable and because of that when we think of him anytime we had you know extra scholarship money or grants i'm like man i remember that kid's name right he wants to be the kid that gets the money because he has a relationship with us because he talks to you and he's very polite and he'll have a conversation with you. It's huge. So when, you know, opportunities arise, you know, it's like that kid's name comes up because it's like, I remember this dude. Yeah. Because he built a relationship with you. That is so far gone. Yeah, it's true. Well, he's got an easy to remember name too. FC something. something yeah, yeah, something. yeah. It's <laughs> an Italian name. No, it really is. It really is a lost art. People don't do it. Even things, I mean, I'm guilty of stuff. Mike posted, you posted that thing, Mike, about, uh, or you shared it, I guess, about the texting and driving yeah. not, not too long ago. Jeez. It's like, dude, I have to admit, I mean, I was getting loose with it because you tell yourself, oh, I don't do that, I don't do that. And then yeah. I'll get a phone call, you know, like, oh, well, I can see who it is. I'm sitting in a red light. I'll just grab it before you know it. And you're doing it and then you're trying to hang up and then somebody else is calling you and you're distracted. <laughs> yeah. It's totally distracting. And the numbers that are coming out are showing, I mean, it is literally more dangerous than drunk driving. So. So when I saw that post, it was it was and it was kind of a cheesy video, actually, wasn't I it? No, I thought it was. I thought it was. I just I, I'm always weirded out by like reenactment stuff where, like, they were totally actors, but you could see that situation really happen. Did you happen to see? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It was like a right. It was a guy crossing the street, right, with his kid, and then yep. some lady was texting <laughs> and driving, and then just you know killed both. the baby. Yeah. yeah. I said that could be listeners. me and my girl. Yeah, right. Anytime you see stuff with kids, it, it always, that's the first place my mind goes to is my kids, you know. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where you're like, oh, shit, that could be my kid, you know. Yeah. Real. Man, the thunder's getting rip-roaring up there. Dude. I don't know how much this will come through on the mics, but it, for the listeners, we're in Colorado, yeah. and it was um, it was sunny and warm it was an hour ago. Shit, better mess up, not mess up that barbecue. I know. Got to mm. have some barbecue after this. You brought the hot links. Hot links. <laughs> The Hollings, some chicken, mm-hmm. grill it up. Yeah, if it hails on Stephanie's car. I just want y'all to split right in my eulogy. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it we, does over here. Dude. We get, get real hail, crazy yeah. hail out here. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Bruce, there we be out in there jumping on the car, trying to dude. deflect all the hail. <laughs> 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 Well, it's on, if you got the insurance, though, you almost want to. It's almost like well, you just want it to be parts jacked. You can't, there's fucking parts where you can't repair, dude. Like, like the, the hood. Like no, the no, roof, no, yeah, no. I mean, like you want it. You either you want it to go full force if it's going to happen. Like Alyssa, yeah. they just considered her car to- totaled. It was sitting right out here in the front. Just had crazy hail. It was just dented from front to back, and they considered yeah. it totaled. Got her a new car. She got a new car out of it. It's one of those things that can happen, but yeah. it's that in between that's the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it just dents up your car, but it's not quite enough to get yeah. the right you know amount to fix it or whatever. And again, it's the the roof that is the only part that you really can't. Yeah, prepare. what were you gonna do, right? <laughs> just uh, replace the body. Before the I left, she was like, "It looks like it's gonna be bad weather," and <gasps> oh, I was no. like, "Yeah, oh, it won't be that bad." And she goes, "Okay." And she goes, "Well, if you drove the Kia and it rained on it, at least it won't be dirty." Or she goes, "If it hails, it's already beat up." And I was like, "Nah, nah, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be my ass." You're right here stressing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm about to go, guys. <laughs> I gotta and go then, early. Now, it's just Mike and Tony. <laughs> 
Uh, we haven't had you in here forever, Bruce Lee. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. Do you have any thoughts on on what has become like total mainstream news constantly about uh, transgenders and bathrooms? This thing that is just nonstop in the news. I've said on the podcast, I feel like it's just a non-issue. It's just like this thing that got brought up to just distract everybody from everything. Transgenders have been around forever. They probably, I'm sure they've been using bathrooms. You just didn't know it. And it's not like we had this like major problem of what do you think? I'm giving you my well, why, opinion, why does it matter? You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like, okay, let's say I'm in a male bathroom and a transgender person comes in and you know, he's standing at the stall or she, I'm not, you know, in this case, we'll just, they is at the stall next <laughs> to me taking a piss. I'm just like, you know, we're just peeing. Yeah. Right. It's what do you care? And like, it's not like you're in there trying to touch me or hit on me or, you know, you peeking over and you start peeking over the stall. We have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, like you know, all jokes aside, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. nothing to talk about so people want to make up something i mean what does it matter yeah it's really interesting i i'm a little frustrated about it because i feel like now it is this issue thing because to me the biggest concern is not about transgenders it's about creeps like how many creeps are out there that that you make this an issue you make it a big thing the transgenders then you got dudes out there there literally are guys out there now with beards they don't dress as women they don't want to get rid of their penis they don't want to take any hormones but they just say i just identify as a woman i want to be able to use that bathroom so now you got this thing because it's become this big conversation of like now it's like oh well shit now this is in everybody's heads and all these creeps are going oh yeah yeah see and you have you have little girls Dude. so you know if you want to play the creep game you can get hurt mm-hmm. now if you're just legitimately going to use the restroom it's fine but like yeah. you said if you're not identifying really as a woman if you're if you look like me or you or mike like a man mm-hmm. and you're in a woman's bathroom and just saying i identify as a woman really what you're doing is taking advantage of that situation and mm-hmm. you're making it harder for people who really are you know transgender and really do identify as men or women because totally. they weren't born that way you're just the asshole that's fucking it up for somebody else and you're gonna get caught looking at somebody's little girl little boy and then you can get your ass beat yeah that's well, what's gonna happen yeah to you. and if you're looking at a little girl like, little boy you got the issues you know, to you're gonna get worked well, that's what yeah. I was, yeah. games. that was one yep. of the things that i said too one of the things i saw online was like if you if you want if you're gonna identify as a woman and you mess with my girl in the bathroom, I'm going to identify as an MMA fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go quit Rampage. I don't even have kids. I'll just howl and start throwing haymakers. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's just a weird thing to me because by making it a big topic and it already has exploded now, that I feel like now it's created something. Now there's a problem because now you've opened it up for anybody who wants to just say this and take advantage of the situation. Whereas the actual transgender people probably didn't say shit and just use the bathroom. What was the issue? But there was no issue here, but now there's an issue because now it's open. Everyone's aware of it. And now out of the woodwork, you got all these dudes with beards like Mike saying, um, I identify as a woman. I'm just going to use this restroom here real quick. Yeah, they're either creeps or they're the flip side of the guy who's trying to be the polar opposite and make a point. You know, because you might maybe somebody who's a bigot or has true. afraid of you know transgender people or has some own fears that they haven't overcome themselves. So it's like, well, I'm going to show you if they can use the bathroom, so can I. It's different. <laughs> it's so different. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you fail to see that that's different, you're stupid. Yeah, no, you got a good point with that though too. It is always seems to be that way. I always felt that same way about like people who are super homophobic. Like, I think, that, why would you be that homophobic if you, maybe you're fighting something internally there, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like it's the dudes that are most likely, like, p- 
pushing that shit down and trying to stomp it out. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. It's terrible. Like, if you're just a normal straight dude, what do you have? What's the problem with a gay person? So I've always felt like people tend to, you can tell a lot about a person when they're super passionate about something like that. Like mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, maybe, for yeah. example. Yeah. <laughs> you know? His, his, in, his, uh, inner gay man is dying to get out it is dude that's <laughs> i mean I don't, if you watch like mainstream television there's a lot more homosexual interaction in terms of like girl on girl or guy on guy like uh mm. like what's one of the empire the show empire yep, it's yep. like a super popular show and they have like they have a lot of guy on guy stuff yeah and it, i mean huh. at first i was like whoa they're getting deeper, but this is kind of heavy, you know. But <laughs> at the same time, for me, if I see two chicks, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know Typical dude. Yeah. But it, so it doesn't make me feel one way or another. I mean, yeah. Like, did it take getting used to? Yeah, because you don't really sure. see that. But as you see it more and more, then it's like, I mean, this is reality. This is what it is. That's another weird thing that people are unwilling to sort of talk about is that, like, it's not okay for it to be weird. And to me, I'm like, if it's something that's new and it's different, it might make you feel a little weird. doesn't mean that you're going to go out of your way to stop them from using a restroom or doing whatever the thing is, like you're anti-whatever. It's okay to just be like, well, okay, that's different. I never, you know, I've never seen nothing like that before. But and if you, nowadays it feels like there's just so many people just waiting to jump on you. As soon as you say that, it's like, oh, you homophobic racist <laughs> bigot yep. like you can't just be a human and be like well i don't i don't know it's a it seems like good. that's what i've always known to be a dude and says it's a girl okay he says he's now a girl it's weird for me weird for you huh oh i see how yeah, you are you don't really see shit i mean different yeah. when you new things you don't just automatically openly accept new things right away it's right. just like if you've never right. seen it or haven't been exposed to it it was just like whoa Kind of caught me off guard a little bit. But. Yeah, and I think that's okay, and that's what's changing is that it's becoming not okay to have that reaction, like to not be a human. And be like, well, that's unusual, but it's okay with me, but it's unusual. You can't even say that. It's like, and I think a lot of that happened with like when Bruce Jenner, you know, was on the cover. Was it Vanity Fair, and you know, yeah. had the, the the changeover and all that kind of stuff. It's like we talked about it a lot on the podcast at the time and and i don't care what people say like it made me nauseous it was just like one of those things where it's like there's so many people just dying to just applaud so they could show how open-minded they were and what a beautiful person she is and it's like remember the dude wasn't there a situation where she won some award oh yeah she woman of the year yeah and (laughs) sb's award for courage right actually you were on that podcast when we talked about that where it was like what was the deal there was like there was plenty of other women people were saying yeah. that you know were born women or whatever yeah it's it's tricky man and that's the the other problem is everybody wants to see everything is black or white it's this or it's that there's these clear lines either you you know it's, it's impossible to have a nuanced perspective it feels like because it's easier that way yeah you right know, put like, people in things but when you start when you start to say oh man that's kind of different to me like kind of caught me off guard then you're kind of in the gray yeah you know? and that's when yeah. people are like oh you're you're a bigot no not it's not like yeah. i turned the tv off i still watch the show yeah i still think jamal is talented it's gotta get you used know? to yeah, it yeah it don't bother me they're both extremely handsome men you know it was just like whoa and then the next tv show we watched it happened the same thing i was like dang i, I mean growing yeah. up you just don't see that much right man on man love on network television i'm not saying they're unaccepting but yeah it caught me off guard it is different like, it's a change but it's still cool 
Yeah, yeah, it's all good with me too. And, but it is one of those things. We, the reason the conversation came up earlier is we were talking about. I saw Deadpool, and it's just another, <laughs> which is a great fucking like movie, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god, that movie was good. Loved it. But it does have the scene in it where, uh, like, he's getting the crap kicked out of him, and he's totally naked, and it just shows full frontal male. And we were talking about that how you didn't see that ten, fifteen years ago. Now it's it's all the time in rated yeah. R movies with no thing. It's just one of those things that's changing again. Just getting used to it. Well, it's like your, like your tragic. Uh, oh, dude! You know about Hall Pass? You ever what? seen? Hall, have you ever seen oh, Hall Pass? Oh yeah, you got hit like the same way Stephanie's sister did. Oh, dude! I <laughs> it, 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 it wouldn't have bothered me. I wasn't watching time. I had never seen the movie. I was upstairs for the listeners. Who probably heard the story twenty times now, but I was upstairs. Myra was downstairs at our old house. She's downstairs. She's there. Mark's there. My nieces are there, my girls are there, and Jaden's there. So it's like all the kids, Mark and Myra. And I'm upstairs. I can't remember if I was laying down or watching TV. No, I think I was doing homework, actually. And all of a sudden, I just hear all this just scatter around, furniture moving, people ah, 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 downstairs. I go down to find out what happened. <laughs> Turns out that movie, Mark had the movie playing just like in the background for noise or whatever, and Myra's cooking. And all of a sudden, there's that scene where he goes to help. What's his name? Owen, uh, Owen Wilson, right? I don't know who it was, but he was yeah, the one he's who, in the hot tub. Who, who fell asleep in the hot tub. And yeah, and the dude, this black dude that's just ridiculously endowed, comes over to him and offers to help him out and fucking dick right in his face. And, and then the other white dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they totally play on stereotypes, too. He tells the other white dude, you know, you help me. Why me? You know why. <laughs> that dude had to be but, BC. Yeah, for real. Like <laughs> but, but, but dude, it was insane. Myra said like everybody just stopped dead. Like my nieces and the daughters, they were all just uh, mouths agape, just stop what they're doing. I, just, I pictured my daughters like dropping their toys. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but it's something, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you would never see it. No, not at all, dude. No. That was like an NC-17. Right. It's just, that's just an R now. Yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's whatever. I mean, I've always felt we're way too caught up about nudity. We freak about freak out about nudity and sex, but people getting their heads blown off. No people deal. freak out, like right. you said, about that scene when they seen the the man the man meet, and they're like, oh, like dudes freak out. I'm like, it's not like you haven't watched porn, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you've yeah. seen a dick before, yep. you know. And like the crazy thing is, this just be me. Like when I said when that happened, I was like, man, I just looked down in my shorts. I was like, that motherfucker huge. Is that normal. <laughs> Is that you normal? Know, checking my shit. I was like, Damn. how many Google searches for average size penis came up? Yeah, I was like, that, that is came huge. Out. Like Stephanie was over there, her mouth was open, but it was for not for shock. I think she was drooling and shit. I was like, hold on, uh, let me double check my shit. I had to stand up real tall, you know, like, put it on her forehead. Like, don't forget, don't forget. <laughs> turn this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. No, it's funny. It's times change, and I think it's okay. It's okay that times change, and sometimes it takes getting used to. And it's okay for it to be weird for people that aren't used to it. That it's a transition that happens. But yeah, I feel like people get too worked up in general. We got all this craziness happen. Have you been you up on the news, Mike? I have not been up on the news. I'm in like in a. Now that we're going to news, I didn't mean to say that. I no. was going to ask you if you follow anything with the election. And you, we, I think since the last time we talked, Donald Trump has won. The, yeah, yep. he got the number of uh, <laughs> delegates he needed to become the uh, Republican nominee. So yeah, he's I watched gonna, a rant and rave on like I think it was like CNN or something like that, one of those channels, how they were talking like how Democrats should be like pissed off at the system because it's not democracy. You know how they were. How we were talking last time, where every vote counts and this and that. You know, it really you know, doesn't. you know, it's every vote counts, and when in fact, every vote 
doesn't count because super delegates. Yeah. Super delegates count as like ridiculous amount of votes. And, and whereas like Bernie Sanders can win the majority, the popular vote and everything like that, that motherfucker doesn't have a super delegate in his pocket. It don't matter. No, and I know. Isn't that weird? Chance. It's so weird. Like I, I saw one of those memes on Facebook where it was showing, it was like a split picture or whatever. And it was a picture of a Hillary Clinton rally. And it looked like a high school cafeteria with like maybe 60 people in it. And then it showed a Bernie rally and it just was like this, like, fucking 20,000 people yeah. or something yeah. this giant thing and and then it's like and then when this one is totally kicking the other one's ass you're talking about Hillary Clinton winning by far you're like something's definitely wrong with the system I used to joke about you know be like are you Republican or Democrat and I would probably you know identify as Democratic you know just in thoughts and beliefs and I learned this this dude he told me he was like nah very successful guy he goes no I'm neither he says I'm a privateer Mm-hmm. And he said, "You know what? That's short for a pirate. Pirate. Yep. He was like, I'm out here to get mine and help as many people as I can along the way. Hey. But I don't get caught up in one or the other. Yep. That's it. That's a good perspective to have. I think, man, it, it's one of those things again, black or white. They want to put you in a box. You just you agree with everything they say, and it's like it's just not that way. It, it, numbers show, polls show, the average American falls somewhere in the middle. Man, most people are not all the way to the left or all the way to the right. They it depends on the issue. It depends on the thing, and it's like, why do we have to have teams? You know, why does it have to be a team thing? Why can't it just be? Let's talk about one issue at a time. And like when we were in Lakewood, man, when we were doing the the Rimcat thing, we had the it was the mayor, right, Mike. You with me? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I remember. He, he, that's what he was talking about. It's like it's different on those small on the the closer it's not bipartisan, to the partisan. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't when you're you know you're on the ground level. You got to get stuff done. And I feel like why couldn't we just take that perspective with the bigger issues too? You know, why right. does it always have to be like? Yeah. Yeah, it's money, money, money yep. and politics. Yeah, good call. That's that's essentially what it is. But at the same time, it's like how do you undo all that? How do you? Un- you can't. Yeah, you think so? I think it's just forever. What's the eventual outcome? I mean, let's say Donald Trump gets elected president. I mean, nobody really knows what would happen, but it feels to me like it would go one of two ways. Either he's just going to become this crazy dictator, just gets all these people behind him, almost like Hitler did. Like, because there's a lot of angry white men out there. There are for sure, and he's got a lot of supporters in that way. And you think there's that. And the other part is, or he could get into office and just like with any other president, you go, oh, oh, president really doesn't have any power. Like he's just going to get told to do, you know, what to do by everyone else too. Or he mysteriously gets shot or, you know, some crazy shit happens. I feel like it would go one of the two, but. We might get to find out. You know, it don't bother me one way or another. I'm not going to vote for his stupid ass. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, will I vote? Yep. I'm just not voting for him. So whatever yeah. the candidate is, I'm not voting for Donald Trump. Yeah. Period. That's just me. But the truth is, mm-hmm. you know, when we talked about that before. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, you know, the black president." And I thought that was cool because it was a milestone for society in itself to have an African American president. And, yeah. You know, and that was a big change, right? That was it just was, a yeah. big step forward. But it wasn't like I wasn't sitting over there like some of the people when he got elected. They were like, "Man, things are going to change for me now." These are black people. Like, nigga, you still doing the same shit you was doing two terms ago? You you sat in there and wrote, "Oh yeah, yeah, black man president." Everything? No, that's really not it. You still got to put your feet to the ground every day and go get it. And it doesn't matter mm-hmm. who the president is. That's not going to change, right? You know, now you might pay a little more in taxes depending on that, and some of the government mm-hmm. subsidies would be cut. 
But at the end of the day, the alarm clock goes up. You go out and make it. You know, you make your own way, and that's it. It doesn't matter who the president Damn, dude. is. I agree a hundred percent with that. Do you uh, do you happen to do you know who Gary uh, Vaynerchuk is? Mm-mm. Gary V, they call him. Really, you just recited. I just heard on one of his. I think it was like a talk he gave. He has like a couple podcasts and stuff. I've been listening to. Super successful entrepreneur dude, and that's what he says. He's like, I give a fuck who gets elected. He's like, it doesn't affect me. You phrased it a little differently, but it's basically what he said too. You know, sun comes up, time to get up and get out and get mine that's what it is so we'll see it's gonna be interesting yeah <laughs> it's definitely gonna be interesting <laughs> no matter what yeah we're coming in on the uh the back stretch of it dude yeah home stretch <laughs> huh and <clears throat> everyone was saying in the beginning that everyone was concerned hillary clinton was gonna get knocked out because of the you know indictments and the whole email and stuff that's looking increasingly less likely that that's gonna happen what do you think of that? I don't is that know. It's just again, I just think it's brushing, brushing under the rug. Yeah, brushing <laughs> under the rug. Well, I'm right. I'm sure there's a lot of vested interests out there going, "Oh crap! If if Hillary's not the candidate, you know, we, this is going to be bad news. You know, Trump's probably going to get elected. The Republican Party's going to win. Whatever. So I'm sure there's a lot but of effort showing to that Bernie Sanders her. has stronger numbers against yep. Donald Trump. Way stronger numbers. Well, too. Trump said he would debate him, yeah. and then he kind of said he wouldn't. Yeah, then he said and he wouldn't. He, he said he now. would, and then he wouldn't. Yeah, he just declined it officially. Like, oh, he officially like declined that or something like that. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, I. That's a weird thing, right? Isn't that odd? That, that he won't debate him? No, that he has bet <clears throat> that Bernie Sanders has better numbers against Trump than Hillary does, even though Hillary's got all the super delegates and all this stuff behind her. I wonder if that's why. I guess that's why. Is because it is just super delegates. It's not so much just regular population. Do you happen to know, Mike? Is Hillary ahead in general population too? No, I think it's like wow. A, I think it's like this again. I think it's real close, but the del- super delegates. I think delegates. he's like Bernie Sanders is ahead by like eleven percent or something like that. Or oh, Trump. No, like like really wise, but she just wins the super delegates, dude. Well, then that explains why his numbers stack up better against Trump. Bernie's yeah. do that is. Because he's actually probably winning <laughs> over Clinton, but yeah. it's, he's just not winning. It's like a throwback to but the Gore, not. right? That whole election when Gore won and then didn't win. Well, <laughs> remember yeah, that? It just so happened that Jeb Bush was the governor of Florida where the yeah. issue was happening with the votes. <laughs> Dude, he's and, definitely way out of the race. He said so much stupid shit. George Bush won. Yeah, that, that whole weird thing. that George Bush won over the voting issue of. <laughs> Florida, where Jeb Bush was. Yeah, sometimes I feel like, man, what do we do? Every it feels like everybody's asleep. The stuff that we can sit around here and we could probably get ten random people to come and have this conversation with us, and they're probably going to say the same thing. Like, yeah, everybody kind of knows shit went down. It wasn't right. He, you know, Gore should have won, but he didn't. But at the same time, we all just kind of go on with our lives. <laughs> go, yeah. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, they're running shit. <laughs> you know, because like I don't have the time to sit here and focus on that right. backwards ass shit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got bills to pay, so hey, whoops, right? It happened. Keep it moving. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because then you're not really going to have people who can institute change unless they're within that circle. But there's just so much money in play, you know, that backing certain candidates and certain political groupings, and you know tobacco firearms all of those people they have got so much pull and so much money yeah that it's like hey you know we're gonna back you but when you get in office this is gonna happen and there's just right. so many so many moving pieces to that that you know average guys like us if you don't really have a hope in the world to affect that you know it'd be like trying to move the titanic with a toothpick 
Yeah, you're not going to change the course of anything. Absolutely true. I think I think it could change. I mean, we could have big revolutionary change, but I think for it to happen, people would have to get into really shitty situations. Like a lot of people, like would have to be miserable, and a lot of bad stuff would have to happen first. I think even with the you know the poor that we have here, there's just so many comfortable people. Yep. It's like when we look at the rest of the world, we're still pretty damn comfortable. So it's like, yeah, well, I got to keep grinding, got to keep paying my bills, got to keep doing what I got to do. I mean. You know, if you ask me in the next 20 years, is my goal to go out and incite political change? The answer is no. <laughs> no, you try to take care of your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? And probably after we get up from here, I'm not going to think about this shit till it's on the news again. Eat some barbecue and watch the game. <laughs> that's, that's just the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm, I'm always doing this whole thing about, I'm going to move to Canada. If Bye. Donald Trump, or I'm gonna move to Europe, or something like that. I'm gonna live on an island, and or something like that. And you're like, you think shit's much better ever, elsewhere? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this problem. Fantastic point, man. I mean, Canada. Granted, I mean they have pretty good. It's pretty good up there. They have it pretty good, but it's fucking cold all the time. Come on. Yeah, but it's that <laughs> idea that people. Oh, I've had it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, where are you gonna go, dude? This is one of the best countries in the world to live in. Like, yeah. it's not like you're gonna go somewhere it's way better no <laughs> no i was like watching this uh hgtv you ever see that shit like called uh island life or caribbean life yeah. where people like go and they live like in jamaica or something mm -hmm. like that well i was like all right well i was like i wonder what the fuck does an american do in jamaica for a job like you know they like own stuff and everything like that but i was like okay well what does it take to live in like jamaica and everything like that and i was looking i was like Whereas Jamaica is like nice and stuff like that. And Bruce Lee, you've been there. I've mm -hmm. never been there, but I was like reading up on it. It was like, you know, he's like 10 things to consider about moving to Jamaica. And it was like, number one, you know, it's like you, you don't have the convenience factor of grocery stores. And he's like, you know, where you're oh. used to going to King Supers and get whatever you want off that shelf. You're going to go into a, King, a grocery store in Jamaica and it's just going to be like whatever. Whatever they high, have in stock. High prices, stuff like that, because the exporting, the importing fees and everything like that from, you know, other places around, you know. And another thing was, too, is like, you know, um, your internet's going to be slow. Yeah. You know, your <laughs> yeah, power, yeah. your your power. They said they have rolling outages like as a regular out there because you know why? 80% of the, the power company is privately owned in Jamaica. Yeah. Running water issues. Running water issues, yeah, stuff like that. And they were saying, like, you know, if you're closer to Kingston, you're going to have some issues because that's a bad city to be in. Yeah. But they were saying, like, it's not uncommon for people to have multiple dogs. Mm -mm. They don't, And they don't, they don't feed them. Multiple dogs. Mm -hmm. Isn't that, don't they have like a bunch of loose dogs too? Yeah, and like, they have a lot of stray animals too. They Whoa. they don't uh, they don't like keep them chained up and stuff because most Jamaican people can't afford to feed them. So rather than let them starve, they let the animal go out and get his know, own food. Yeah, somehow. basically get his own food, hunt whatever, beg for food or you know. But they don't can't afford like a seventy dollar bag of Nutro. What I'm saying, <laughs> though, what I'm saying yeah. though, that's like the the people that. Like live in the like nice houses and stuff like that. They have multiple dogs for security reasons. Oh yeah, that's true. That is very true. And like, they like, like them houses look like compounds. Yeah. Damn. But you yeah. know that's 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 life in another country. Because in in America you get spoiled. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going. To, everybody's like, oh, when you go to Jamaica, where do you stay? I'm like at a resort. A resort, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna? Oh well, that's not the real cultural feel. You're like, dude, I'm not going out there to try to fucking bail water out of a river. I'm going over there to <laughs> get eaten by an alligator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you're not getting the culture. Okay. 
What? Yeah. Like, do you really ridiculous. want that? That's ridiculous. Because they're saying people, I'm like, do you want to pay four grand to go do that? Yeah. You want to go, you right. want, you want that? Four grand to go over there where you have no electricity. It's an authentic cultural experience. Yeah, but man. when it gets real authentic, people are like, uh, where's the Hyatt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Authentic can also be real. It's going to yeah. get real. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I take tours into authenticity and they take my black ass back to the standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally true. People are real quick to say, this place sucks. I'd go somewhere else in a heartbeat. But yeah. You, you're so stupid. And that was Don't the other thing, too. Like, um, my wife wants to move to Hawaii one day, mm. you know, retire there Hawaii's or something like beautiful. that. But they were also saying, like, the other thing is, is like with being an American, we're so used to, we could just pick up and just fucking drive somewhere. We can go somewhere, you know, we can go mm. to another state, mm-hmm. this and that. Whereas you're an island life. Yeah, that's all there is. <laughs> you drive into one side of the ocean to the other side. Of the yeah, ocean. For, just doing laps around the island. Yeah, that's they're saying. You know, and like when, when if you've grown if you've grown up that way, you know, you, it can be real hard to adapt that way. If you're a person that's like ready to just, I want to totally. just go somewhere, just get up and go. Yeah, I, being out on an island like the two, I'd be worried. Like if you ever look at it on a map, like if you're looking at a, you ever look at it on a globe, and you see how teeny that little thing is. Like man, one little big, one big storm, and it feels like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah. <laughs> like everything could flood so easily. You're in the middle of the pacific ocean yeah and then you're no longer an island yeah <laughs> surrounded by sharks right i know pacific's full of sharks <laughs> uh mike i i actually i have nothing there. i got a computer i don't got a phone but uh what do you say you want to still uh Hit up those fun, fun facts. facts. All right. So if anybody wants to be a part of the fun facts, pretty simple, pretty easy. It's Mike and Tony show at gmail.com. Um, again, I send out the craziest shit that I see on the internet, 50 uh, facts. Um, but yeah. So one thing that popped up to me um, was the average American consumes about uh, 3,550 pounds of sugar in a lifetime. Whoa. That's the equivalent, and Marshawn Lynch must like this, of about 1,767,900 Skittles. Dang. <laughs> That's an ass ton of Skittles. Yeah, people consume a lot of sugar in general, man. It's one of those things, and we've, we've been talking about it recently. Sugar's turned out to be like this poison, man. It's like yeah. all the stuff that it does to your body. What are you laughing about, Bruce Lee? Because I was just thinking about how much I love donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, pastries. I was in pastries, man. <laughs> I'm so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right, though. I think sugar's okay. I mean, if, if, you, if it's in moderation and you don't go crazy, but the average American diet, man, we eat a lot of that crap. We've been talking about the ketogenic diet. It's the big new thing now. Are you up on that at all? You heard of that? No. That's it's, the one that Adam's on. Oh, where you eat all the fat and stuff? It's yeah. sort of like yeah. a new Adkins version, version of Adkins kind of. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but the idea is that you flip your metabolism from a, a, a <laughs> you're just jamming out over there all of a sudden. Oh, dude, I'll oh, no. tell you in a minute. Yeah, he'll tell you in a minute. I know what he's already jamming out to. <laughs> he's like over there dancing. Uh, yeah, the idea is that you flip your metabolism to instead of burning carbohydrates for energy, you burn fat. So people burn, they eat healthy fats, avocados, huh. and that kind of yeah. stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. So what's the story here? Uh, man, we was talking about sugar, then it's talking about pastries. They hit me into donuts. I had a dream one night on a <laughs> Thursday night about pastries, but I was in Jamaican and I was just singing about pastries in a Jamaican accent. And I shit you not, I got in the car and drove to work singing this fucking song in my head. And I wound up going to get some donuts. 
Whoa. Yep. But, but it was a song you never heard. It was just Dude, from I your just dream. I just made that shit yeah. up. <laughs> you know? Like, Come on over. We'll lay it like down. The pitch dream, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm getting dim, sweet pastries. <laughs> I'm getting dim, sweet pastries. Like, literally, that's just my whole shit. Studio's right here. I was just getting it. And I, I was just singing about donuts, man. Uh, that's so hilarious. <laughs> issues. <laughs> Obviously, it really it hit you hard. You're over there dancing to it. <laughs> just think, just the mere thought of it. He's like, donuts. <laughs> How about this? We were just talking about <laughs> islands and the and and living there. The fresh and salty smell of the beach air is actually the smell of rotting seaweed. Yeah. That makes sense. It always stunk to me. <laughs> I always thought it was stinky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Everyone's shit. Like, smell that sweet air. <laughs> that the ocean air. air. Yeah. yeah, that's rotting <laughs> flesh, bud. Have you ever been next to like? Have you ever gone whale watching or anything before? When a whale breaches, dude, and like does like everyone's like, oh, it's so magical, and it's like the whale comes up and it's like, like you know, it breathes and everything like that. That shit smells like rotting fucking fish, like crazy. Oh yeah, like crazy. Like I'm not kidding you. Makes you gay, dude. Stuff that lives in the ocean (laughs) stinks in general. Like when those things wash up on shore and then they die and start rotting and stuff. There's no worse smell than a rotting like sea Mm. animal. All right, sir. Are you guys do you GPS everything, or do you pretty much know if you're going to go somewhere? You don't GPS. It? I've been consciously making an effort to move away from the GPS because, for one, try not to use the phone in the car, and two, realizing that when it goes out, I'm like mentally retarded. Like I, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> good, here's this, here it is. People who have always used the GPS to find their way suffer a loss of gray matter and have a higher Whoa. risk of contracting neurological diseases because you're not Whoa. using that part of your brain anymore. That's intense. That d- definitely makes sense. Yeah, I've been making the conscious effort to stop using it. My dad makes fun of me because he's funny. Like, we'll be going somewhere. He goes to some of my shows with me sometimes, and I'll, uh, you know, pop it on the GPS and set it there on my phone or whatever. And he'll be like, well, that's the wrong way to go. I'd go this way. It's, it's going to be faster. I'm like, well, I think it's going to give me the fastest route. It looks at traffic and everything. Well, I'm telling you, I'd just go this way if I were you. <laughs> it never fails, dude. Whenever he says something like that, we'll hit some crazy traffic. Something weird will go wrong, and I'll be like, damn it, he's right. <laughs> Should have just listened. <laughs> But it does, it stops you from knowing your town, you know, it stops you from knowing, because you just, it's so easy to click that address on there, hit go, and then you just, oh, left now, up oh, right, right here, left, right here. And then I've had the experience at a gig where my phone died and didn't have a charger, I had to get back home, and I used the GPS to get there, first time I ever played the gig, and it's like, oh shit, where am I? Like, I don't even know. Or on your run? Yeah, that <laughs> happened too. You got lost running? Did you? Oh, you weren't here for that, dude. It was. I went on like a midnight run, dude. It was l- pitch black outside. Bruce Leroy's losing it. It was pitch black. That's white dude. people stuff too. Totally, totally. I'm glad man. you said it. I ain't denying it. It is what it is. Yeah. No, my phone died uh, partway through my run, and it was pitch black outside. And Damn. over here, there's a golf course, and then a bunch of trails and stuff. Oh, dude, I got so fucking lost. I don't even remember. It's on one of the podcasts. I said it, but it was hours, dude. I was, I went on, I ended up going like a three and a half, four hour run. I didn't run the whole, I ended up walking a lot of it because I was like, oh, dude, where am I? It was bad, but it's exactly right, man. Like if I just knew where I was at and I didn't depend on that thing, I'd be like, oh, I know where I'm at. I can get home. I'll follow this trail. But when you don't and you never pay attention and you're just looking at your phone, all of a sudden you made a left. You're like, wait, was that supposed to be left? Is that a right? Right. That oh, makes sense. no. 
<laughs> oh no and the way i got home was old school i like be, right before my phone died because i saw it was about to die i basically figured out where i was at found something i could see in the distance it was like a light over by our, our neighborhood and then the entire time i just kept working in that direction and sometimes the path would take me away from it but i just never took my eyes off it and that's how i eventually got home it's like back in the day that was normal yeah. <laughs> same way you same way you used to not, you know you didn't you had people's phone numbers memorized and used to use our brains a lot more you know what i mean i try to memorize phone numbers do you mm-hmm. i was gonna say what's my phone number but i want you to say on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um how about this one your son was a big fan of the turtle man back in the day yeah 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 um in north carolina it's illegal to kill more than four turtles in your lifetime hmm. you think about that are they endangered or anything? I wonder. Or it's just a, they're just because they're turtles. Probably because they're just fucking turtles. Humans are weird about animals. Like yeah. some animals, it's okay to kill. Some it's okay to eat. Some it's not. And then that varies from you know where you're at. Obviously, there's places where that changes. But this one's crazy. Harvard has a pigment library where sources of rare colors are stored. Um, these sources include ground shells of extinct insects, uh, poisonous metals, and the wrappings from Egyptian mummies. Dang, that's kind of cool. Rare colors, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. There's also kind of to tie into this. It wasn't the fun facts, but I was watching this video online. There is like some fucking doomsday shelter in like fucking, I think, Sweden or something like that, um, like in the mountains, and they have stored every single seed from every single plant in this doomsday shelter just in case something uh-huh. happens. Wow. Well, somebody's wild. on it. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. like they store like a whole bunch of different things too. Like I think like films and everything like that as mm. well. Like rare films and stuff like that. So I was like, wow, dude. Damn, as that's well. interesting. You ever, I Sometimes I think I wonder about like records, you know, because you think about like what we still have that was written down and things like that. And you realize how much stuff probably was written down and then just got destroyed over, you know, thousands of years or whatever. It makes me wonder what's going to happen with all this stuff like our podcast for example or the music i put out like you come back and you know two thousand years it's like will it have changed so much people can even listen to it i mean is there any way people would still be able to find it what if the whole internet just went down you know sometime in the future we lose all you know some armageddon shit happens or whatever and you lose everything it's like would any of that stuff be retrievable would people ever know that Mike and Tony had a podcast <laughs> out of Denver, Colorado in, right. in the 2000s. Like, uh, you wonder, maybe, because you could see everything changing. And people, there's people that argue that that should happen already. These, It's kind of a conspiracy theory, yeah. but they, they think that civil, the human civiliz- civilization reached this super high peak where we, that, like, they explains like the pyramids and all this crazy stuff they think they did that we don't currently understand, but some, nat- you know, worldwide disaster just wiped everything out and we sort of started over from scratch as a species. How about this one? <laughs> we were talking about games earlier. Uh, average NFL game only features about 10 minutes and 43 seconds of action. The rest are just commercials and replays and getting set up and commentary Did and all that stuff. you say 10 minutes? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Because think about it. That is super Think about crazy. it when you like every down, you know, it's like, what, 10 seconds? Like the run. Makes sense when you down, say it. 10 seconds. You know? You know, they shouldn't, the NFL should have kiboshed that stat because if that's true, think about how dangerous football is and it only takes about 10 Dude, and a half minutes. Right? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's a damn good point. Up. In ten and a half minutes, minutes to get your brain scrambled, dude. Uh, now, now tell me that shit's not dangerous. You're actually not out there banging for a full hour. About ten and a half minutes. About ten and a half minutes. Ooh, man, that's a that's a crazy thought. You know what makes me think of too is like we've talked about how much better like uh, sprinting and stuff is than mm-hmm. long distance running. Yeah, there's an example because I don't think there's maybe it's arguable, but I don't think so. I think the most in shape professional athletes there are is football. No, to, I think soccer players are. Well, it depends on. I don't know. It's it's a real debatable thing because when it comes to strength, I bet I guarantee you, NFL players can yeah, probably, throw yeah. up a lot more oh, weight yeah. than those those yeah. flaccid arm soccer players, dude. But some of the most nasty athletes for like basketball that convert to other sports are soccer players. Their hand eye mm. coordination, like Steve Nash, his hand eye coordination. Yeah, is Kobe just, Bryant was a big old Kobe, soccer player. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So you guys think soccer players? Oh, if you looked at overall, you think they're they're better physical shape than yeah. uh, soccer players and hockey players. But they're geared. Each each one is geared for different things. Yeah, again, yeah. it's a hard thing. I guess I think it's soccer players and hockey players just because of stamina. You only get one. You only get a few substitutions. No, in that's a, a good point. Game, and they're playing for the full fucking forty five minutes. Yeah. No matter what, I think if you're at the elite level in any sport, I yeah. mean, you're, you're definitely in great shape, and it's a good point. It's hard to argue it because they're always specific, you know? Yeah. Your, your boy just got season tickets for the Rapids, guys. Oh. Yeah, oh. see, over here, big ball. Yeah, 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 look at that. Oh, that's, Colorado best kept me in. That's a, lot, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot cheaper than you actually think. It's not like Tyson and, and season tickets. If you're in this room and you have season tickets to any sports franchise in Colorado, raise your hand. Exactly. My <laughs> one, hand, one hand went up for the listeners. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. You got some extra tickets? I'll go with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm just inviting myself right now. Yeah. Bruce Ray, <laughs> he's never been to a game before, so yeah, I thank him. Yeah, I'm down. All right. How about this? Um, about 600 American patients catch fire during surgery every year. 600? Wow. Whoa. Catch fire? Yeah, dude. How does that even happen? It's probably like the gases and maybe like the anesthesiology oh, that's happening. Right. Probably. That Ugh. totally makes How sense. How terrible would that be? Like, mm. I hope you're out already. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's supposed to be one of the most painful things. My uncle was in a uh, motorcycle accident when I was growing up and he caught completely on fire. His whole body caught on fire. What? I remember he was all scarred up. Jeez. He lucked out. His face was the only thing that didn't, didn't did not uh, catch fire. But by pure coincidence, my, my real dad, Big Tony, mm-hmm. was stopped at an intersection in his car when it happened. And he saw it happen and he had a, my dad had a leather jacket on, ran over and put him out, saved his life and everything. But his, Damn, that's but his, crazy. Yeah, but I remember my uncle, I mean, it was just hell afterward getting through that and you got graphs and yeah. and it was an accident so he had asphalt and you know broken no. bones on top of your entire body Ugh. burned up how about this one have you ever had a child dollar like <laughs> rip up actual paper money uh, my daughter probably a dollar before but in australia if you have half of a torn 20 dollar bill you could still get 10 dollars for it in australia they yeah. do that it's <laughs> pretty cool yeah. yeah, that is cool because it does suck. I've been in that situation. I've actually found a half a bill before, you know, yeah. just laying on the ground. You know, this is useless. You yeah. can't do anything can't with it. You can get 50 cents for it. <laughs> Good Australia, see if you can exchange it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> see what the exchange rate is. Yeah. You get a quarterback in the state. You're like, damn it. <laughs> Australia's supposed to be the spot. A lot of people talking about it these days, moving out there. Yeah. Well, they're a lot safer. Their gun laws are like super strict. Mm. Like, you have to like be like, ex-military or ex-police in order to have a gun and everything like that too hmm. and there hasn't been any like super mass shootings in australia for like years 
Yeah. Well, there's a lot less people, though, too, right? Like a lot well, big less. Island. No, no, I know that's the funny part about Australia. It's a yeah, giant. Yeah, it's giant, but I think like in the, the parts like Melbourne and Sydney and all that stuff are pretty populated. Yeah, nowhere near what we got, though. We got, what do we have, 300 million or something like that? Soft, soft, yeah, something stupid, off yeah. the charts. They'd have to legalize weed to get me to go there, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like fucking everything can, like there's this whole thing like in Reddit all the time that's the joke, like everything in Australia could kill you. You know, they have like oh, fucking dude, giant, they have they like have giant of, spiders, yeah, like fucking poisonous snakes. You know, like all that no shit. thanks. Like, yeah. Yes, you know, like wasp, of like the size of like a fucking bird. Dude, let me ask you guys this: Do we have rattlesnakes like in this area yeah. at all? We yeah. do. Yeah. You have rattlesnakes in this area, but you have bull snakes too. Bull snakes imitate a rattlesnake. They'll even make that noise. I was on a jog recently. And this couple walked by me, and they were warning me that they kept calling it. They said, "There's a rattler over there," but mm-hmm. they had like really thick British accents. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, "All the time I've been, I have never seen a rattlesnake. They do. I didn't yeah. know they were out there." And I went around, but there was some. There's like some bug, those cicadas or whatever. Yeah. It's like some kind of like grasshopper type yeah. thing, and they make those yeah. kind of sounds. So I think that's what they heard. And I wrote it off as on oh, just from yeah. somewhere else. They thought no, there was but bull snakes look just like a rattlesnake. Um, and their tails even make the rattle sound. Yeah, they, they, huh. they. I think their tails or the mouth does or whatever. Oh, shit, it makes dude. a rattle sound, but it's not. I mean, you just have to look real close. Dude, that. that definitely is good to know though, because I, I tried looking it up. It was hard to determine. Like we have them, but I was like, are they actually in yeah, our area? They are. But I guess so. I'm, dude, I'm gonna be more careful now because a lot of no, times I go through the field. Yeah, I do off road it sometimes, so yeah. I'm not doing that no more. Damn. Well, if you do off road it, like if you do it during like a a hot day. Like you're pretty good in an open field because in a hot they're not hot gonna be day, laying out. They're yeah, they're like trying to be like closer to like under rocks and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're warm blooded animals. They they have to try to regulate the temperature or they're overheat. Yeah, that's super freaky though. Good yeah. to know. But sure about the dog, I take the dog with me. Sometimes. But even yeah, even though too, like if you're open field because they're burrowing animals, you gotta make sure you don't step into like a No, I'm gonna stick to those hole, super <laughs> wide sidewalks. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no. Uh, one more. Do yeah, one more? let's do one more. Let's see here. Oh, uh, everybody's seen Saving Private Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg film. The Normandy beach landing um, in in Saving Private Ryan cost twelve million dollars alone. They employed the use of uh, fifteen hundred extras, and has actually been rated the best battle scene of all time. Wow. Well, it's such a crazy thing to think about. People don't have water in some parts of the world, and some people are spending twelve million dollars <laughs> to make a damn good part of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> right? The opening ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just ten minutes. Twelve million dollars. Meanwhile, in Africa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people dying. They don't have food. Meanwhile, in Africa, my wife. Yeah. Remember when we talked? Yeah. Right. There's that. Remember we were talking about the cookies too. Those people that have no food, and they make literally make dirt cookies. Yeah. And like jacks their stomach up and all that kind of stuff, but they eat it because it makes them feel full or whatever. Music's uh, nice and loud. Another episode down, fellas. Just a reminder, you can check out all our episodes at MikeAndTonyShow.com. I, of course, am a singer-songwriter. You can check out my music at TonyDollarMusic.com. Working on the full-length album right now. Yeah, and we'll be at FarmCAD uh, June 18th from 10 p.m. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, ATMT is actually going to be emceeing the whole FarmCAD, guys. So come on down. Check it out at RimCAD. Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. Yes, and with that dollar, that's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.